Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekretman. And my name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. David, I want to clarify something that I said last time. No banter now. Let's jump in because I said something which bothered some people. Indeed, it bothered a lot of people because many have complained about what Scott and his own revelation of understanding the story of Saul and the Ten Spies in the Book of Numbers and David, that we just have to accept that God forgives at these particular points in history, and we don't necessarily have to have the immediate happy results afterwards. So, David, what I meant was that God does indeed forgive. In fact, I'll go further. God has promised us, it's a divine promise, that if we properly repent, if we return to God, He will accept us. It's not that I'm saying that God's acceptance of our repentance is not sure. Of course it is. What I meant was this, which is that when we repent and the fact that God guarantees that he will accept our repentance, it's not because something inherent in God, so to speak, forces him to accept our repentance. Like God's a vending machine. If you put the money in, it's automatic that the bottle of Coke comes out. It's rather that God has made a promise, a free will promise to us. He guarantees us that he will accept our repentance because he loves human beings. Not because he has to, but because he wants to. But that doesn't make it less of a promise. He certainly does promise to accept our repentance. What we have to acknowledge first is that God's acceptance of our repentance is his decision, not something which he is forced to do by any sort of inherent characteristic. But if I go go further with this concept, even though I'm promised that God will forgive me in true repentance to him, there's a differentiation between God restoring that relationship and then the benefits of that restoration of that relationship. Meaning, when it came to the story of the spies, even though they repented, and it's our understanding that God probably forgave the people, but their mistake was, oh, forgiveness means I am ready now to go to Israel as promised by God. And God's saying, oh, no, forgiveness is given But you going up to Israel is not going to happen. You can't necessarily ignore the consequences of your behavior. A person who does something wrong, even in our own relationships with our friends, with our family, sometimes we do things that we're ashamed of. The fact that a person forgives us doesn't mean that there aren't consequences that we have to suffer. It doesn't mean someone's going to even punish us. It just means that's the way it works. I mean, David, if I do something stupid, the Hebrew word sin, hate, almost means to miss the mark. It means you did something foolish. If a person does something foolish, let's say, God forbid, walks into a street, and imagine that were a sin, using this as as a metaphor. A person walks into a street when there's traffic there. That's what a sin is, just on a spiritual level. A person walking into a busy street, and he gets hit by a car, God forbid. Well, he can get forgiveness, but he still might have to suffer those injuries. It doesn't mean the injuries go away too. The consequences are there even if the relationship is restored. I see this in the story of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve sinned. They asked for forgiveness. I believe that God forgave them. Were they able to return back to the Garden of Eden? No, because there are consequences. For Jews believe in original consequence. Consequences don't go away just because the forgiveness is there. But the fact is that if we 
accept that we're forgiven. We're happy to accept those consequences. We're happy to do anything to restore our relationship with God. I think it's important to also mention that I like using this term consequence rather than punishment. Sin has consequences. Breaking a relationship has consequences. It's not that God's sitting there with a rod ready to strike us and hurt us. It's rather that when something happens or we do something that is inappropriate, a natural consequence of that will occur. That's why I like my metaphor of walking into a busy street. We can fix the relationship, but the consequences, that takes special divine intervention to take away those consequences. Sometimes we don't have that ability. And if you look at the story of David, yeah, God forgave David, but the consequences of his decision eventually led up to a family dynamic that wasn't very healthy. In fact, even a rebellion within his own household. My name is Scott Kahn. My name is David Nekrutman, and blessings from Jerusalem. 